0: hello
1: hello my name is the bjorn i work for the cia Uh,
0: oh um well well, i'm andre uh i work for tgif like like the restaurant yes sir certified
1: I don't. Uh, why would you introduce yourself like that? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, you're not who I'm looking for. Is Scott here?
0: Oh, uh, sure. Uh, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. The CIA is here for some reason. They need you. Oh yeah. Okay. One sec.
2: Uh. Hey. How's it going?
1: Scott, I'm from the CIA. My name is Agent Bjorn. You probably don't remember. But you are a sleeper agent from years ago as part of our uh, spy program. Oh. And it is time for your activation.
2: Wow, that's a lot of information you're throwing at me, but, uh, cool, yeah. Um, can Andre come too, though, actually? We're kind of like partners. Not like partners, but like, Uh, you know?
1: I mean, we don't usually allow tag-alongs, but, uh... As long as he understands the occupational hazards involved.
0: <laughs> I know about occupational hazards.
1: But, but you work at a TGI Fridays, right?
0: Nah, nah, you don't understand. Get Some crazy things go down when I close shop. I swear to you, 3 a.m. last night, the craziest lady came. She tried to walk through the drive-thru barefoot. You wouldn't walk through a drive-thru. She walked up to the window. That's a serious safety hazard. I had to I had to get the manager. I had to tell Lady, you have to back up. That was a that was an emergency.
1: Does does TGI Fridays even have a drive-thru?
0: That's the craziest part.
1: Okay, but well, uh you seem you seem kinda like a wild card, but uh I like your feisty energy, so just come along, don't say anything stupid.
0: Anything stupid like uh something along the lines of All these thoughts about you being naked, girl. This is no relationship. We're just relating, girl.
1: Yeah. Yep, that would constitute this stupid.
0: I mean, well, it it wasn't my words. I I got that from Jaden Smith's album. I'm I'm just quoting the genius.
1: Jaden Smith has a new album?
0: Oh, yeah. I
2: can't believe you haven't heard it, actually. Come on in. Let's listen to it before we go. We can review it, too.
1: Sure, I guess that... Okay.
0: So, this is the Scott Nandre show. <laughs> welcome, welcome. And um, we're here to talk about uh, the Sunset Tapes uh, Cool Tape story. Yeah. Um, what, I guess what a before real treat. I do opening thoughts, I have like a little micro spiel. Okay. Which is that um, Jaden Smith is obviously the son of Will Smith. No doubt his parents have helped him get to a point where he has the resources to just create a rap album, obviously. Yeah. Um. But this review, whether we say it's good or bad, that that is not a reflection on him personally, or if we think he's talented, he obviously does acting. He does all sorts of things. Any of that is unrelated. If I say I don't like the album, don't necessarily and I might not think he's musically talented but that's not an attack on him he's just his own person I recognize that even aside from his dad he probably has his own ambitions and his own skill sets um so respect to him as a person uh I guess I guess I only wanted to bring that up because I've seen so many YouTube comments and oh people just hate him for existing everyone just hates on him they hate his Twitter they hate this that I don't hate him um, I think he's a fine actor. I just, I, I don't really care about him one way or the other. I just listened to the music. I'm just judging this. This is his second studio album. Um, the first one was Sire. Uh, and my opening thoughts on this studio album is that, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of songs felt unfinished or that he just wasn't trying I feel like he only really tried hard on one song. I think he's slightly better at rapping than singing, but that's not saying much. I found it kind of uninspired, bland, forgettable, wearing his influences on his sleeves and uh, a lot of repetition of lyrics. And um, Mm. yeah, that sums up what I thought. Yeah,
2: no, that's really interesting. Uh, I wouldn't have thought about a couple of those things that you said, but uh, I I agree with them. Uh, what I don't agree with, let's see, I I wouldn't call them unfinished. Maybe I didn't really get that vibe so much. I got that um, on like two or three songs. I guess there was just weird endings. A lot of them just yeah. Just sort of like faded out. Yeah, um, yeah. They just
0: just ended randomly. I'll say I liked it
2: more than I expected to, but I didn't expect to like it at all. So I, it's not really. I didn't like it, but I liked it more than I expected to. So I'm trying to say.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
2: Influence on his sleeve is a very good way to put it. You can totally tell exactly where he's coming from. I d- wouldn't call it uninspired because I feel like he did have some sort of a vision going into it.
0: <clears throat> okay.
2: Uh even it even if it didn't come across very well, I felt like it was there. Um and then crap, what was that first thing you said? I don't know how I already forgot this.
0: This is insane. Give me a sec. I mean, I can't help you. I don't I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, of course. The editor is going to take this out. Yeah, I...
2: God, I hope so. Editor, do me a favor here. I'm going to look like a total doofus. Oh, no. Whatever. Maybe I'll think of it later. Uh, <laughs> moral of the story is that it wasn't that great. Pretty forgettable. Not what I expected at all. But at the same time, it sounded like everything else. So that was interesting. Yeah. I
0: I guess I'll go back to um, getting a little bit more specific now. So with with me saying some things felt unfinished, just a few tracks, uh, mainly because it sounded like there's a couple things that just have horrible mixing. Just awful. Well,
2: I thought – I would say the production was probably the best part of this.
0: Oh, of course. The production – in general, was extremely expensive sounding and lush. It carried him completely, but yeah. there's a there's one or two songs that the mix was pretty off. I'll get into that though. So, um, I guess uh, me and you both kind of agree it was pretty bland, forgettable overall as an album. Yeah, I don't really think he was trying. You say that? It, oh,
2: okay. Like it was oh, ins- sorry, sorry. That that's what I was gonna come back to. You said he wasn't. It sounded like he wasn't trying. I got the opposite. I thought he sounded like he was trying too hard on a lot of these. Was the vibe I I only got. got
0: that vibe with one song. I got that one with the freestyle. I-, I felt like for all of them, he was just either repeating a lyric or his singing wasn't trying to do anything. It just felt like he was doing the bare minimum performance-wise. It has a lot of interesting and nonetheless abstract ideas and lyrics (laughs) to put it nicely abstract
2: abstract, that's a good way to put it but
0: um to me it felt uninspired and also like he wasn't trying because if you asked me what was a song about (laughs) i i felt (laughs) like there was no cohesive message in any real chorus or hook it it felt like either it felt like he had some ideas that got either either completely lost in translation or just not fleshed out enough. Like there's some songs about girls and getting kind of sexual, which disturbs me because I don't want to imagine him naked or looking at a girl naked. So some don't get me wrong here. I like some kinky stuff. All right. But when he gets kinky, it's kind of like to me, those were a little bit of cringe moments it was just like the way he Marvin described...
2: Gay sort of sexual, where it it's just... very intense, very in depth, except it's uh, coming from not Marvin Gay.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty awful hearing him. Uh, it, it was, it made me feel very uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> so that's to just to say that, but uh, just because it felt uninspired to me because I, I didn't know what he was saying. I didn't think there was any chorus that had a message, any song verse. It was just so out there that it's either either he. It's just it was uh, any ideas he had were either lost in translation or they um, didn't feel fleshed out. Like he talks about a girl in a song and it doesn't feel like the song itself is about a girl. Like I can't I, like I remember lyrics sporadically about wanting to see a girl naked. I can't say, oh, this was the sexy song. Yeah. Or this was the love song. It, it didn't feel like any song had a point. Or it was going anywhere. It just felt like a bunch of ideas sprinkled around some strong production and some beats that were usually good, usually some that were kind of awful. But it it
2: it totally did feel like he had a lot of ideas, like he was like, okay, I want to make a song about love and loss and this feeling I have for this girl, but then he lacks the actual ability to put that into practice. So there's like, it's like these little sprinkles of that idea that shine through, but as a whole, it doesn't work. You can't tell really what he's going for.
0: I mean, I didn't, if you got, if you synthesized love and loss from a song, then you, you got, you took away more than I did. (laughs) You, maybe I just could not, my brain couldn't rattle with is and connect you you clearly understood way more um geez this was it just felt like it felt like a mess to me yes not the worst mess there's definitely worse albums this year i mean this this one is probably in the bottom half of albums that's come out this isn't something i think that's worth hating on because these songs well yeah, they're pretty forgettable. It's not like we're forced to hear them on the radio or something. So if I, if anybody wants to go around saying, Oh, Jaden Smith needs to get out of rap. This sucks. Then I think they just need to get their head out of their... Like, like, this is, of all things to complain about, this should be towards the bottom of your list. This is not good music, but it's not worth fighting about. It's not worth hating on him. It's not worth complaining about. It's not like we're forced to hear it on the radio. It's just, it's just bad music that you can choose to not listen to. And just, you should choose not to listen to it. Yeah.
2: Um, I found, uh, unless you had, and do you have more to say? Sorry, I cut you off.
0: Oh, that's just it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um,
2: in terms of content, I mean, the song where I got the love and loss vibes and it really illustrates the fact that I said he couldn't bring it home it like the song stopped and the beat kept going and then he just talked and just explained what he actually wanted to say but couldn't rap about it successfully uh and then with other content it seems very silly for him to be rapping about how much money he has like I get, brag rap is really big, and that's fine, but he is not self-made, so it just seems weird to me.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's like, um, look at me—I was born into this rich household. It's, and I agree, um, but to me, if I was going to complain about something. That's, like, towards the bottom of my list for complaints of this album. Like, of all the weird things I've heard him say, <laughs> but I'm I'm not trying to say that to dismiss what you said. What you said is 100% valid, and I agree with it. Um, It's just, like, that, for me, that was one of the last things I noticed, because on top of just not fleshed out ideas, like, I didn't feel like there was the, this is the money song. There was certainly the bangers, quote, unquote. <laughs> I got, there's, like, 40 air quotes around that banger. but. Like, <laughs> Um, there's certainly some of those, but it was hard for me to say, this was the money track. This is this, like it didn't feel like, it doesn't feel like he knows how to string together a a, a cohesive song, which I guess is a hallmark of somebody who's just getting their, uh, they're, they're just beginning to cut their teeth in music. That's what you do. Yeah. just, Just first cut your teeth. You sound like your influences. You sound like you don't know how to make a song. That's about one topic. It just jumps around. It's abstract. And I um,
2: I got a lot of those novice vibes, too, um, on the first song, Soho. And tell me, I want to know your thoughts if you agree with this. Something I noticed on Soho is that he forced a lot of the lines to rhyme when he didn't have to. Uh, so what's it? Uh, trying to get me, they think, they slicky, I'm on road though, next line, no close. I don't post those, flow so cold, the mic froze over, cause he know I'm froze zone. Something I notice with a lot of amateur rappers is that they focus more, they find the rhyme, they say these are words that rhyme, and they make the lines connect rather than a cohesive progressive rap.
0: Oh, most definitely, yeah. Okay. Um, that's just another way of saying it sucks. <laughs> so,
2: well, let, yeah, but I, I'm this I'm is trying my... to find why it sucks. Yeah.
0: Yo, that's definitely why. Um, this is so we've just said so far we thought that he missed the mark, but that's a good point you mentioned. Why did it not work? So this is my track by track breakdown. I'll try to fly through these notes. Um, Soho. This is what I wrote. Super expensive sounding production. The lyrics sound incredibly dumb with the rhyming, which is what you said. <laughs> yeah. Um, sounds like possibly an average random SoundCloud rapper with better production. Yes. Not much in terms of skill. The 808s did hit hard. The hook was not annoying on this song, but the te- And the textures of the song were really interesting. Textures meaning melodies and, you know, homophonic melodies and rhythms and harmonies. Everything was interesting. Um, he talks about trading nudes with somebody. Uh, that was a cringe moment. I, I don't want to think about Jaden Smith sexually. He just seems like he would be... I don't know if it's mean to say he seems like he would be awkward in the bedroom. I just don't want to think about it. This is a weird... <laughs> This is weird. His voice did sound monotone on the hook for Soho. There's a lot of weird distorted audio that made it difficult to comprehend what he was saying. Not quite mumble rap, but it was definitely uh, in the realm where I, I had to pay close attention. But then when I found out what he was saying, I didn't want to hear it. So,
2: <laughs> so be careful what um, you wish for is what you're saying.
0: Just too bland and forgettable. Um, let's see here. The second song, uh, Calabasas Freestyle, says it sounds like a possible uh, light homage to 90s rap. Um, Honestly, it sounds good if you zone out and don't pay any attention. If you listen as passively as possible, I think that he has a pretty decent flow on this song. This is the song I noted as the only song I felt like he was trying. You get a decent flow if you're listening passively. There sounds like an interesting bar sporadically maybe um but then when you do pay attention the slight interesting things do get paired with things like uh rap is one of my fetishes like a dragon that's pregnant and more bizarre lyrics um it just sounds like he wants to be a really hard rapper and um he's not hitting as hard as he's trying to it's not painful this track does feel a bit overproduced it's extremely lush, and uh, that might distract a little bit from the lack of substance. When I say overproduced, I mean, if you remember on World, that was one thing I noticed. I said, oh, you know, the mixing and mastering on a few songs it didn't sound perfect. Um, and I and now I've actually re-listened to Astroworld, and I love that album. I think that plays into the album's favor that it wasn't as lush. It gave it like a grittiness. Like, some of the beats not having that super clean, like, mastering. So then what do you mean that, by
2: overproduced?
0: I mean, it, it. it's so flashy, and it gets to a point where it's watered down. There's so many sounds. It's like the difference between a beat, like, um, back in the early 2000s, and you had the bling era of rap. A lot of those songs didn't age well, yeah. and we don't remember them, and it... They were just putting so much flashiness into the production just to catch your attention. And it wasn't, like, super strong melodies that people really wanted to go back to. Like, you think about a song like The Boots... Uh, what was that? Flowrider. The Boots with the Fur. A uh, Low the fur. Like, by Flowrider. Yes. Yeah. So that beat yeah. has so many things going on in it. But, like, that's not a beat that nearly is known for it being a good beat, despite the fact that... I mean, the produ- production-wise... like... Something like
2: Cream by Wu-Tang Clan. Very bare bones, but instantly recognizable.
0: Instantly recognizable, instantly infectious. And that's what I mean. You can go... We've hit a point with music that is similar to movies. You can do anything in a movie. Like the movie Doctor Strange. So much CGI, buildings. You can do anything, and it gets to a point where people don't care about it as much. Like, you can have all these things on a screen... And if you don't have good characters, good drama, good emotion, people, uh, it's hype, people buy the tickets, and then a few months later, nobody talks about it. Nobody is talking about Doctor Strange in uh, late November 2018, really. I, I mean, it was interesting when it came out. It wasn't bad, but it you can do anything you want. But if you don't have the bare bones, it, it's just not going to really hit home or stay. It's like bubblegum. You've got the flavor, but eventually people are going to spit it out. I felt like that over CGI, I feel like there's it's similar with music. Now, you can have songs with such crazy production and the craziest beat and blah, 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 all these things, and it's such perfect mastering. And then it ends up just being like, okay, well, I, I mean, I still didn't get a very good vocal performance. I still didn't get a very good melody. Like, you mentioned Cream. That is a great little piano thing. A doo do doo 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 like cash rules everything around me it's just melody it's like a four harmony, bar loop yeah rhythm yeah just it is bread and butter of good music that is a melody i don't care what genre of music you like you like country music you can't listen to cream and say oh there's not a catchy melody or a core rhythm and melody yeah that just goes together that is just how that song is compared to this you have this extravagant production but that doesn't give it a melody that sticks. Yeah. It. it doesn't give you. That's what I mean. That's really I int- like
2: I can't. I can't even like remember any of the melodies on this album. There was nothing like to hum along to
0: even. Yeah. It was all just like
2: I know uh, like Astroworld. There are songs on there where I know the beat. I know how it goes. Yes. There was nothing here that was like this is a song.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's my thing is um, it's all this extravagant sounds that are cat that uh, I mean, they catch your attention, but they you walk away from it and you don't remember it. Yeah, it's just something that's lush and it sounds extravagant. It's just that's what I mean by overproduced. It just hits a point where it's all this busy work, all these 808s, but um, you don't walk away with anything. Um, and I felt like that with several. My next track, play this on a mountain at sunset. Um, I guess this was supposed to be the ambient track. This
2: song was boring as shit, dude.
0: It was extremely boring, and I wrote why I think it is. Number one, I wrote, this has the worst mixing of any song on here, because the ad-libs can't be understood. It sounds like a person is saying full sentences in the ad-libs. <laughs> that did not match up with him rapping, and you can't... That's not an ad-lib. You don't ad-lib
2: a uh, sentence. Just another line.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, that... So it reminded me a little bit of Young Thug. The piano loop was so boring and it just kept going and going. And it was, they didn't do anything to change that uh, piano sample for the piano loop. Mm. And it was just, and that's what made it boring. And it made that song feel like it went on forever. And it's like, I just want this to end. And then after the singing ended, he just left the piano loop and the piano loop is the worst part. It didn't change or do anything interesting. The ad libs overlapping with him talking was a bad mix. The mixing was just, it felt not fleshed out. This was the song I felt like was didn't, didn't feel finished. Just felt like, Oh, this is a good loop. Put it on. This is a good ad lib for some reason. It's a full sentence, (laughs) put it in. Um, that was pretty much it, and then I didn't understand most of his words, and I guess play this on a mountain at sunset is supposed to be a vibe, play this on a mountain at sunset, and this does not sound like something I want to listen to when I go to a mountain trip at all. Um, I
2: See, I I got the vibe, I got where he was coming from, but the the problem is I won't want to listen to this song anywhere. So that's the only reason it doesn't work for me.
0: Oh, geez. Well, you got, like I said, man, I think you got more from this than I did. I don't know. I didn't digest it as much. Um, plastic. Sounds like a wannabe future. This is one of the bangers with 40 quotes. Um, this is another one. Terrible mix. Adlibs are messy on this one. Good 808s. Um a bit messy no melody no rhythms it's it came like out said, of nowhere
2: very poorly placed in the album
0: the banger just right after the smooth ambient track. <laughs> then we've got distant sounds really slow not going anywhere
2: again totally weird switch from plastic which is a weird switch from mountains
0: yes yes the, not this is not a cohesive listen between tracks.
2: yeah there was no mood that this album put me in yeah you're right
0: put me in the mood to throw up <laughs> um distant i wrote uh, a lot of pitch shifted vocals which is like you get that in brock hampton music a lot yeah uh that's what i got kanye west influence heavy in this brock hampton with the the vocals um then this rap verse that sounds like he's a robot in this weird uh monophonic texture where he's it sounds like he's trying to harmonize with himself like, two auto-tuned Jaden Smiths are talking on top of each other. Uh, not done in good taste. Um, the next one, Better Things. Yeah. All I wrote was, this beat boring, hook exhausting. Hmm. I guess I was getting lazy, too. I mean,
2: no. Uh, well,
0: at a certain point,
2: there's nothing more you can say that hasn't already been said.
0: At a, at a certain point, yeah.
2: Because I mean, because this one... All I wrote was just "It keeps going."
0: It does. Which it is does.
2: how I felt about the entire album, especially for this being like what the sixth song in.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is um, this is the second half we've approached, and now my my notes are pretty short. We've got yeah, yeah. I put this is like a tropical exotic beat. Getting more with the sexual and getting more Drake vibes from this. Uh, influences on his sleeve i didn't walk away i mean i thought I li- i thought i liked the beat during it walk away from it and i there's nothing to hum like you said there's nothing that clings to you yeah um yeah then he made sire in abbey road which sire was his debut album uh this one was the whole song he was talking like a robot there was no music Did you, did you notice that okay
2: all right maybe this is the song i was thinking of then yeah He just talks, and it's like, I don't care about what you're saying.
0: This wasn't the end of the previous song. This was literally just him talking Mm for the whole track. That's what I mean when I say it sounds unfinished. There was no music.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very odd.
0: (laughs) A boring robot harmony. This is crap. That was my note. A ten ten. He sounds like he's not trying at all. Uh, Then Fallen Part 2. I think Part 1 was on his debut album, but I don't remember what it sounds like. Sounds sort of pretty at moments. Turns into him in a monotonous, auto-tune-drenched talking. Very weird, abrupt ending, which is what you said. You've been saying it just ends. Yeah. And then final track rolling around, the dullest, blandest ending. Should not have
2: been the final track at all.
0: Not... No, it shouldn't have been on there. (laughs) I don't think it would have fit at any other point. So, all right. So having
2: digested this all, uh, just talking through this for a second time, I thought of something else, which is that normally how musicians and artists work is first you get good uh, and then you do the visionary, the something you want to do, right? It's like I've heard – In the movie industry, it's called One For Me, or uh, One For Them, One For Me. So, like, Christopher Nolan made Dark Knight. Yeah,
0: it's like a passion project. Then he
2: made Inception, because Inception's what he wanted to do. Yeah. So, the problem here being that Jaden Smith did not get good, but he's able to fund himself to do the stuff that he wants to do, and so that's why his vision falls flat, is because he doesn't have the talent to back up his vision.
0: And talent is something you're correct. I agree with everything. Um, Talent is something you can develop. And yeah, of course you can, you can progress as an artist. Another thing too, to note, I, I think that movie thing you just mentioned was so on point. It almost took the words out of my mouth, but uh, another thing to note is that people who are, traditional rap artists and when i say traditional i mean they didn't have a dad or they weren't in movies like they just were strictly music like j cole for instance j cole started off making mixtapes he had to work his way up but he was in the music game yeah right Uh, a traditional artist needs to make an album that people connect with to make money and to continue their career yeah Uh, obviously sometimes they get lazy someone who's like drake knows i can make something crap and people will probably still buy it right (laughs) yeah he knows that he can get away with a little bit so maybe there are some times where he doesn't try jaden smith is not trying but not because he's built himself up this empire and now he's just run out of ideas and he's just putting out crap it's really just because he knows he doesn't have a real career it's like if the album does good obviously that's great for him but if the album does terribly Sales wise or public image wise, it doesn't ruin his life. It doesn't ruin him at all. That doesn't affect him. That doesn't affect his ability to make more music or to be in a movie. Yeah. So it's like there's no stakes. It's it's not mm. do or die. Yes. A regular no artist is like, I have to do some effort. Jaden Smith is like, meh. I, you know, if it's bad, I'll just do another one. I have the money. Yeah. It's it. It's not do or die. There's no
2: stakes for him. And I know. Just I know for people listening we preface this with we're not trying to trash him as a person and it might sound like that's what we're doing but what we're looking at the context of where he's coming from which led to why he made an album like this
0: exactly yeah and i think it's kind of impossible to separate the artist from the art yeah and i don't think that's a bad thing to uh, include the artist. I, I can't read his mind, but it just seems like a person who this is their second album, their first album also wasn't necessarily amazing. And they just, they're not a traditional music artist. That is a fact. He, he his this album succeeding is not going to affect him making a living. Unlike somebody like J Cole, who he, you know, he, he might be, already have gone multi-platinum but he doesn't want to kill his fan base jaden smith i don't think he has a fan base in terms of music but if he has some fans out there somewhere i don't think he's worried about destroying his fan but you know what i mean yeah he's not there's no stakes like we've already said so i think that kind of um well, and that, that's pretty much it. That might be why the album is not amazing. And we've went track by track and we've talked about why we think things didn't work. I like the point you brought up. A regular rapper just knows, oh, words rhyme, put it together. And sometimes that's okay if you're just riffing and having a good time, just lyrically riffing just off the head, the dome. But usually there's a little bit more nuance and they sound like they've been practicing. And even if it's not the most cohesive listen ever, there's still some good punchlines. Yeah. It's like he, he wanted to lyrically riff, but there's no punchlines. So it's like, you know, it's just words. Yeah.
2: He's a... Because a lot of this was very rhyme-based rap, which, I mean, was was really good in, like, the 80s. Yeah. Like, that's all that... Uh, Rapper's Delight is just rhyme-based rap. Uh, But, like... I mean, it doesn't doesn't work anymore. You can tell where he's just trying to rhyme because he is talking about a dragon being pregnant. It's, I don't know. It's just frustrating, I guess.
0: Yes. Yes. And me and you were thinking the exact same thing. You brought up Rapper's Delight, and like I said, it sounded like a homage. I remember I said that earlier. We were both thinking the same thing. It sounds old-fashioned, that that... What he was trying to do, and that's a good point you brought up. It doesn't work anymore. This might have done gangbusters if it came out in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the production is amazing. Assuming he had regular 80s production. Yeah,
2: if it wasn't like His level
0: of rapping may have been acceptable and good in the year 1987. It would have
2: been revolutionary 30 years ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that would have been ahead of the curve in 1987, 1989. Yeah. But we're in about pushing to be 2019. So uh, you got to step it up. You got to progress as an artist. I don't want him to fail. I, I would have liked him to have blown my mind. It would have been awesome. Obviously, it's fun to make jokes, but it would have been awesome if it was amazing. It oh, would have been yeah. awesome if he progressed and we got to see him do something good and it says, Oh wow. You know, he's making a statement like everyone thought it would suck and he ended up doing something great. That would have been cool. Um, I just want him to progress. So, I mean, I just hope that he understands that this wasn't the best thing. And I hope that even though his career is not writing on a good album, he tries to progress and grow as an artist. That's what I can only hope for him. And,
2: and I think there's definitely signs of that too there's signs that he has the potential to do something much better like that second song a First freestyle it it's a there's good flow. flow i genuinely enjoyed listening to that song
0: yeah that's a, a nod your head flow um and i agree he he showed that he has more potential than what was revealed on most of these tracks
2: yeah yeah no i just think he was dreaming bigger than what he was able to do. And that's why it didn't work. Because, I mean, like, I yeah. I draw pictures sometimes, but, like, if I think, oh, I want to draw a really cool, like, waterfall with a swordfish in it, I know that I'm not able to do it, so I don't do it. I try something more akin to my talents.
0: And that's a good point, is, um, you know... Sticking with your talents and honing on, and focusing on something that you're good at. There's a lot of different styles here. Like the Cabela's freestyle is one style. And then he has a song that sounds more like Future. So There's got, you know, hard rap versus more young thug type trap beat rap. So there's different styles. You don't see Eminem switching between the two because he has something he's good at. He clings to it. Jaden Smith should... He you can tell he's borrowing from different influences. He's got the Drake, the Kanye, the maybe J. Cole with the freestyle. I got I no some Earl sweatshirt,
2: place. I got some Brock Hampton, some childish yeah, Gambino.
0: All over the place. Just stick to something. It whatever he can find, which I think the Cabela's Freestyle he'd showed he had some promise there. He needs to cling to his talent and he needs to hone it. And he needs to um he needs to focus on one influence and focus on one direction he wants to go yeah. before it, yeah. expanding his style. I think that's how you work as an artist is you start with one style and then you build on that and expand it. He needs to stop trying to do 50 things at once. He needs to find one thing, do it well, grow it, try to do something You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah,
2: and like you said, talent is not static. Like, he, he's just gonna keep improving. But the, the problem is this is bad and this is what he's known for right now. So yeah. can he get better? Absolutely. But as of right now, he seems like he's not good because this is what he put out
0: easily. And that's 100%. So I guess, um, I guess that sums up my thoughts, I guess. Yeah, that sums up my thoughts. I don't have any more notes. I'm all out. So I guess my question to you, just, we already know the answer, but just as a formality, uh, do you recommend Sunset Tapes, to Cool Tape Story?
2: I think I'm going to surprise you, but I'd say yes. I think this album is worth a listen. I don't think it's good necessarily, but I think it's something to listen to, particularly because it's 40 minutes long. Who knows if you okay. like it? maybe you like it
0: something passive yeah you can have it in the background it's worth it yeah
2: that's what i'd say and if uh, if you can uh, find I mean, well, one song you like on here then i mean good that's good yeah i don't know what an about you that's interesting
0: point of view i would also recommend it but i have brain damage <laughs> <laughs> Let's win an Emmy, or whatever you win. What is it? A oh. Nobel Peace Prize?
2: Yeah, that's definitely not it. But I see. I, I like the idea, for sure. How do you get a Nobel Peace Prize? You, you just have to be like
0: peaceful, super peaceful. Like write a good journalist essay on uh, the differences between margin and butter.
2: yeah Uh, I know that the guy who invented dynamite won a Nobel Peace Prize so uh
0: for that or something unrelated
2: no for dynamite he invented dynamite and they're like wow that's super peaceful here you go
0: huh alright so clearly they just give those to anybody
2: (laughs) so we could really just do whatever we want
0: they give those to any cracker who makes a bomb am I right social commentary. Oh,
2: hey oh, that's biting.
0: Yeah. See, it's okay for me to be racist because I'm
2: not white. Is that how that works? That's satire. I thought it was because you were targeting white people. Either way, it's fine. You you sort of get a pass. I wonder how many passes you get per episode is the Mm -hmm. real question.
0: Uh, Is it It's like a video game, I just get four.